Hi, I'm Todd Nathanson. And I'm Danny Roth. And this is Song vs. Song. Today we are doing Wonderwall by Oasis and Good Riddance Time of Your Life by Green Day. What song did you take, Todd? Uh, I absolutely had to go with Wonderwall. Well, uh, I was very confident taking Good Riddance, and I will say this. You are very lucky that this is song versus song and not band versus band. Because one of those bands uh, features arguably the two most hated brothers in rock and roll history, and the other is God's favorite band, Green Day. What? Why is, why is Green Day God's favorite band? Uh, if you Listen, man, all you have to do is watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, uh, plug for Stephen Colbert. Uh, they had an episode where Green Day was on, and God is in his ceiling, and he said, and now introducing God's favorite band, Green Day. Please welcome five-time Grammy winners and God's favorite band, Green Day! So that's canon now, and so therefore, they're God's favorite band, and Noel and Liam Gallagher are the worst. Well, they're, they're certainly not God's favorite people, no. the brothers. <laughs> Or anyone's favorite people, including themselves, I don't think. No, uh, and we'll probably get to that in the course of uh, talking about the song. Their song that they love so much and really enjoy playing live. That Wait, who, who doesn't like enjoy playing their song? Um, I don't think either of them do. I know Liam uh, Gallagher has said that it makes him want to puke. <laughs> well, it's not really his song. He didn't write it. But, well, anyway. Good Riddance, Time of Your Life, released 1997 off the album Nimrod, that almost basically the least of their two, almost basically the least of their two albums. And then Oasis uh, released Wonderwall, that's off What's the Story of Their Morning Glory, uh, which is arguably their best album, which people don't even argue about that. Um, do you have any like strong memories of either of these songs? Because we're both about the right age where this is like embedded into our DNA. Yeah, I am. I mean, I feel like I am like per- perfectly the right age because uh, Green Day. I think Dookie came out. I was in eighth grade. Uh, so by the time Nimrod came out, I was a senior in high school. So basically, my entire high school career was uh, Dookie to Insomniac to Nimrod. So like three. Um, I mean, largely, I will say successful Green Day records, Dookie being the most successful of the three. Mm-hmm. But um, I have the dubious honor of being the first class that had Time of Your Life as the prom song, a thing that then <laughs> persisted for the next 20 years. Like, people yeah. still have that as their prom song. But mine was the first because it came out late 1997. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like, like I think it was like uh, November of 1997 that song was released as a single. And so by the time 1998 rolled around for the summer, yeah, like, so that's when it lined up. So that is my really strong memory of Time of Your Life and of Green Day in general. What is your memory of Oasis? Oh, I don't know. Like, both these songs were very dear to my heart when I first started getting to music because I was not a music person until I was, like, in eighth grade. And by that point, this was been been around, like, 1998, late 1998, so both these songs were already like instant classics at that point, and I got both those out. Al- well, not the the Green Day one. I got Dookie, and I got What's a Story, Morning Glory, and I wore them the fuck out. I have two strong memories of both these songs. Here's my memory of Wonderwall. This girl brought a guy to her party, her boyfriend, and he was clearly not enjoying himself. So I was like, 
hey, you know what? You play guitar. Why don't you go play guitar for us? That'll just, you know, that'll bring the party up. And uh, he only knew one song. It was Wonderwall. And so I have the exact stereotypical uh, experience with Wonderwall that everyone has had. A guy playing acoustic guitar at a college party. I've got great news for you. This is <laughs> thrilling. I can't wait to tell you. I was that guy. Um, obviously not literally that specific guy, but I definitely knew how to play both of those songs. Um, I feel like I really buried the lead on Good Riddance. Uh, not only did I know how to play that song, but I wrote a parody <laughs> of Good Riddance um, that was all about Will Smith. <laughs> It, go, it goes, uh, another Will Smith song plays on the radio. I think back to Fresh Prince. It seems so long ago. He was so dope, and his show was so fly. It made me wish I wasn't such a pasty guy. I want to hang with DJ Jeff, but I can't because I'm white. I hope Bel Air is on TV tonight. Those are the lyrics. Uh, I have admitted that in a, in a public fashion that now anyone will know. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, it was 1998. I went to a private school that was predominantly white. So was- please remember that it was a different time and I was a different person. So if you're like, that's racist, you're kind of right. But like, I don't yeah. like it was mostly that like I was embarrassed of, of my uh, of my my whiteness, but in a way that was kind of weird anyway. I, yeah, I have really strong feelings about that, and people used to ask me to sing Wonderwall because I have a very uh, nasally voice, and they're like, you sound like Liam Gallagher, which is an insult, <laughs> not a compliment. I always liked Liam's voice. <sighs> well, I mean, like, is he less nasally than Billy Joe Armstrong? I, I don't know why, but I find Billy Joe more palatable. Liam just, like... I. What's very hard to say, isn't it? Because Billy Joel Armstrong like occasionally steps in it. Every once in a while, he'll say something. You'll be like, "Wow, what an out of touch dick!" <laughs> but it's pretty rare. And then I'll forget about it. Like if if you had to ask me, like, what's a thing that Billy Joel said that I didn't like? I don't remember any of them. And most of the time, I'm like, he seems all right. L- Liam Gallagher, by counterpoint, has never once said a thing I've liked. <laughs> Not once in my life. I've never heard him say something where I was like. I agree with Liam Gallagher. It's never happened, and I don't think ever will. Yeah, I, I picked these two songs because they are like the stereotypical, uh, I know two songs on guitar, and I'm going to play them both over and over again in the quad. But I, I also uh, was a, a newspaper editor for a small town for a while, and I attended a lot of graduations. And I didn't think that... I could ever get tired of either of these songs. And I still, Wonderwall still holds a very special place in my heart. But after umpteen graduations, where that was their graduation theme, Good Riddance Time of Your Life, like, it's officially ruined for me. Like, it's one of the few songs that Overplay has definitively killed for me that I liked. Oh, I see. And I think I've managed to avoid it because um, I had no reason to keep going to graduations. Mm <laughs> hmm. So I didn't hear it very often. And in fact, we were at a karaoke party and I had to select Good Riddance Time of Your Life. But you know, it came up on its own, Wonderwall. <laughs> that just happened completely in the wild and free of karaoke night. Uh, and I had to select Green Day. I had to make Green Day happen. <laughs> so I don't, I mean, I get it. I can certainly see how it would be pretty easy for it to get overplayed. But I still, en- I still enjoy that song. And I am, s- I hate 
Wonder Wall. Like I can't stand it now. What? It's just like there's something. It's like nails on a chalkboard to me, and I couldn't tell you why. I think it is because people kept asking me whenever I did karaoke in college and after college. Mm-hmm. People would be like, "Do that song I like so much, you know, like it's Troll Two, and I'm singing Row 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 Your yeah. Boat." Like it's just weird. I don't know why people kept asking me to do it, but like it definitely made me very sick of it, and I don't think I will ever like it again. <laughs> oh, unless it's the Ryan Adams cover version. I like that one. Well, yeah, that's a, well. Ryan Adams said like. He was listening to this song. He was like, well, this song is about a guy giving up because like the second verse is exactly the same as the first verse, except there's like one line change, but they'll never throw it back to you. Yeah. And that to Ryan Adams, like, well, that's a, that's him giving up. So he makes it the second verse very dark. I don't know. Wonderwall still speaks to me. And Green Day, I love Green Day. Uh, I was a big fan of I'm a big fan of both these bands. But let's be real, they both only really have two albums that's <laughs> that stuck out. It was for Oasis it was uh What's the Story and Definitely Maybe and then a whole bunch of other albums that no one really cares to listen to anymore. For Green Day, all their big hits that people really stick to as Green Day songs, they're from Dookie in 94 or from American Idiot in 2004 and then there's one little weird blip that also people remember and that's Good Riddance. So it's like a very, very weird song. How dare you? Are you telling me that people don't all love Hitchin' a Ride, <laughs> the original single off of Nimrod? That just seems like, well, it's fair. That's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like Insomniac and Nimrod fine. I think they're okay records. It's really weird. Yeah, I remember I remember when Insomniac came out, uh, there was a whole conversation about the fact that there was no lead line. There was not one lead line of guitar in that whole record. It was just <laughs> chords and drums and bass, and that was all. And I was like, wow. What, you mean like no riffs? Or- yeah, none. Not a one in that whole album. It's just, yeah, there's no like lead guitar line in it. And that's weird. It's very strange. And people talked about it like it was uh, brave, and it sounded very <laughs> lazy. I was like, that's really the laziest thing I've ever heard, and I love Green Day. But um, yeah, I don't know. I remember Brain Stew off of Insomniac. Oh, that's that was, right, and that Brain song, Stew. That song got pretty big. That song got played a lot. I yeah, will say brain, that, that, that song got played to death. People, people do still remember Brain Stew. That's the, uh, that's the other one, I guess. But like, yeah, that's off of Insomniac, and yeah, yeah, I think there's basically one hit off of Nimrod, and it's the one we talked about. It's definitely not Hitching a Ride, although yeah. that was their first attempt. I mean, it was fine. I went back and listened to some of Nimrod, and I was like, I remember these songs. But like Green Day was tied from my favorite band when I was in high school. My two favorite bands were Green Day, where I still got new albums, and Nirvana, which Kurt Cobain had killed himself by the time I got into high school, so I was kind of stuck with what I already had. Yeah, you know, that's the the weird thing about Green Day. They had these, uh, you know, Good Riddance was a huge song, but no one really thinks of it as like a Green Day song, certainly not the Green Day song, whereas Wonderwall is the Oasis song. And in fact, it's, just about the only Oasis song now because they had tons of hits, but they all, unless you're like a music nerd, no one really, you know, listens to, you know, Champagne Supernova or any of their other hits. Nobody should listen to that song. <laughs> it is like eight minutes long for no reason. Like Wonderwall barely gets away with it because they're just doing the same thing twice, like you said. This is sort of my great criticism of, of Oasis. My highly original criticism is that their songs are really repetitive. There's just not a lot to them. Uh, I, I completely disagree, except for their horrific third album, which is 
Be Here Now? Yeah. Your favorite album. <laughs> that song, that, that album is way too long, and it does repeat itself over and over again. It, it's like Champagne Supernova is one song, but Be Here Now is like an album full of Champagne Supernovas where everything is too goddamn long. But, you know, Wonderwall still speaks to me. Do you, do you think Good Riddance has the better lyrics of the two? Uh, that is very hard to say. I mean, yeah. like, I guess Wonderwall feels a little more, oh, God, in- intelligent? <laughs> God, that's a terror. Like, that just feels strange coming out of my mouth because those two morons uh, are just, I just find them to be, I just, I really dislike the two of them a great deal. But, like, that's the thing. Wonderwall is not my favorite Oasis song. What, what is that? Um, I, I guess it would be Don't Look Back in Anger, the one that Noel sings. Oh, yeah, the, the, the entirely Liamless song. Yes, that's the one I like. Um, and now that I say that out loud, it occurs to me that it is, maybe it's mostly Liam that I, that I, <laughs> that I dislike. But, you know, Don't Look Back in Anger is, is my favorite Oasis song. Um, but uh, Good Riddance is definitely not my favorite Green Day song. I couldn't even guess yeah. what that is. It's probably something off of Dookie, though, an album that I think I know front to back and always will. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, I just think that there's something very simple and exactly right, exactly what it needs to be, and no more and no less about Good Riddance, mm-hmm. uh, which is weird because it's not about what people thought it was about. But neither was um, neither was uh, Wonderwall. Well, you know, that's that's the thing because you know, Good Riddance. You know, the the big difference between the two for me is that uh, Good Riddance seems very extremely on the nose versus Wonderwall, where it's all very. Uh, poetic where you can't really quite tell what exactly it's about it feels like it means a lot but you there's no like definite meaning you can pin down whereas good riddance time of your life means exactly what it means and yet everyone it doesn't everyone seemed to get it wrong yeah except everyone seemed to get it wrong uh because he wrote that song a really long time ago i I mean like even relative to when they released it right so he i don't know if this is regular like ordinary knowledge so we'll say it anyway but uh he wrote it back in 1990 Mm-hmm. And he didn't show it to anybody until uh, I think somewhere towards the end of recording Dookie, which would have mm-hmm. been like '93. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Doesn't fit on the record, so let's save it." It's a good song, uh, and it wasn't until um, like '1997 when they started doing Nimrod. And the idea for the producer was like, "Let's put some strings on it." And as soon as they did that, they were like, "Okay, that's a hit." And that was it. And that's but it was about like a girlfriend that he broke up with. Oh yeah, I I, I just read that uh, coming in here. It was like I had a girlfriend who moved to Ecuador. Yeah, and he said like, like he says like they write all their songs on acoustic guitar. They don't go in there with the band. First he writes them on acoustic guitar, and this one just never transitioned over to a, a full band. I mean, they've played. I mean, I've seen them play it mm-hmm. with with a full band with electric guitars. I mean, it's a very different song, but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just like it is very on the nose, but I think it's a very rare song that can be can become something so specific and have lyrics that regardless of what they originally were intended to do, become a thing that has a very specific meaning for everybody and be so successful at it. I think that's I think that's really rare. Yeah, I don't like I can't think of a lot of other songs that do that, you know. Um, Well, for, you know, the every single generation since it's been the soundtrack of them moving into adulthood versus how it was intended and you know like the the title good riddance it should have uh you know clued people in and everyone missed it well they moved it 
right? Yeah, it, yeah, it was really it just to be, a meat time. It was originally called Good Riddance Time of Your Life, and now it's called Time of Your Life, Good Riddance. <laughs> I, I still call it Good Riddance because that's what it says on the album. Well, like, that's, 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 you, that's because you're old, Grandpa. That's, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's not, you know, uh, me, me and the millennials and, and the generation after that, we know better. It's a funny thing because I, I watched their Behind the Music, like Good Riddance when they said that, that was also like a message to punk rock. It was like, fine, we're sellouts. We don't give a fuck what you want anymore. We're, we're sick of trying to be, you know, legit for your, to have cred to you guys. I kind of appreciate that, I have to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is, I remember being a kid and Green Day coming around, and I would say, I love Green Day. And yeah. then all these people who were trying very hard to be punk rock in a private school with, a, with like, a dress code... Like, they would wear, like, Jenko jeans that were still technically khakis, kind of, and, like, they would grow their facial out, hair out just so far so that they wouldn't get detention, but it was still, like, like kind of, like, showing the man. And they, when I would say I liked Green Day, they would be like, oh, what a fucking loser. Like, <laughs> well, you don't like, you don't listen to Op Ivy? Why don't you listen to, uh, like, No Effects? And I, and I was like, I mean, I like No Effects. No Effects is great. This is not, like, a slight to Operation right. Ivy or, like, Rancid or No Effects or any other band. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, like, that's the thing. I grew up in the 90s, so I listened to a lot of punk rock and a lot of ska, which is a whole other conversation. But, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't think it was wrong to like Green Day. Like, their <laughs> greatest sin was they were really successful Wow, shame on them. Shame on them for being good enough to get airplay and to have like just gotten a bit of luck. That's all it is. It was luck and they were doing something that was kind of universal. Like I said, I, I still find it a little on the nose. Like that irony, that 90s irony of the good riddance is uh, what is like the only thing that I can still hold on to after a billion v- hearings. And Oasis is, uh, is I guess, more straightforward with Wonderwall. Uh, it's a you know it's not a joke it's very sincere i guess even though no one really knows what it's about matter of fact i thought they came up with the word wonderwall it turns out that's no it's from george harrison i did not know that because uh, yeah. they love the beatles like i was gonna say <laughs> if you want to know what wonderwall's about it's the same goddamn thing that every oasis song is about hey guys do you like the beatles we do <laughs> that's literally every single song well uh, I, I looked it up it's from a movie called wonderwall and it's about this guy who pokes holes in his wall so he can watch his neighbor and they fall in love or something like that. Wow, sounds like a classic. It's it's hard to find now, and uh, from what I've heard, it's pretty terrible. It sounds awful. Like, it doesn't really sound great. Like, I'm not sitting here thinking, like, damn, I gotta, I gotta bit torrent that. <laughs> gotta hunt it down. Sure, there's a VHS rip on the pirate bays. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't... I feel like we've talked it. I'm, I'm very curious to hear what, um, what other people... Uh, have to say about these songs do you have any notes from uh listeners well i first of all i want to i have a note here from uh noel himself about what wonderwall was about okay in 1996 he said it was about his girlfriend megan something i forget well she became megan gallagher for a while and then they divorced in 2001 and after the divorce he says like no no it was never about her like you guys said it was about her and i had to keep that up and, you know, when when your girl hears that you wrote a song for her, you can't just say, no, it wasn't you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we've 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 reaffirmed Noel Gallagher is an asshole. <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> wow. 
Well, here's what here's something that I didn't know that someone wrote to me. It says to give you like how much of an acoustic guitar song Good Riddance is based on how easy it is to play. The stage play American Idiot, the musical. He says, after the bows and curtains, the entire cast comes out, the entire cast, and each of them is carrying an acoustic guitar, and then they play Good Riddance. Either every single of the dozens of cast members knows how to play acoustic guitar, or it's so easy that even someone who can't play an acoustic guitar can play it. Like, that's how basic Good Riddance is. So? <laughs> I guess I don't like I don't see the I, I don't not, see the relevance of that statement. Like yes, it is a very it's it's like G I'm C D a, and there's an E minor in there. That's it. While we're talking about playing it on acoustic guitar, I feel like just acoustic guitar, you don't it, it's missing something because you don't have the strings for both of them. Yeah. Like that that violin solo means the world to that song. Otherwise, yeah. what are you doing there? You just the cello yeah, at, the, at the, that point there's nothing unpredictable. <laughs> And I, I always really like the cello and the piano in uh, Wonderwall. And of course, like the, the backbeat that kicks in right when he sings backbeat. I yeah. thought that was, I always thought, I was like, that's the coolest thing I ever heard. Wow, that's almost as amazing as when you say stop and the whole song stops. It's <laughs> the most impressive trick anyone has ever pulled is what I thought when I was 15. Yeah, it is the, the half court, like nothing but net <laughs> of the music world. <laughs> like, my God, that Noel is a brilliant guy. You know, we were talking about, like, Noel and Liam fighting. What it is is that Noel is very easily pissed off, and Liam likes to piss people off, and that's why they're always such a fucking disaster every single goddamn day. Yeah, uh, that's, that is... I mean, like, I guess I could... I, you could argue that some people enjoy watching that sort of behavior, but, like, you know, I never watched Real Housewives, and I never <laughs> watched The Jersey Shore, so, like, I don't know. To me, that's all they are. Like, they're, like... They're, like... The Real Housewives of England. <laughs> of Manch- Manchester? Yes, Manchester. There you go. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I just don't. I fundamentally, like, Wonderwall is fine, I'm sure, if I hadn't had lots of people tell me, like, oh, you sound like Liam Gambling playing this, playing this song. I would feel a little differently about it. It's fine. Well, you know, I I, I think for both, like, the, the weird nasaliness of... Uh, of both singers is helps it not become too uh, like gross because you imagine some like I don't know James Blake or some or James Blunt I mean singing either of these songs and he, both of them immediately become sickly to my mind so I, I like that Liam is nasally and I don't know what you I don't know Billy Joe Armstrong always sings sings like he has a cold and I th- I think that helps like that that's what we needed it to go down in the irony nineties. What was the result of the poll? Okay, I really thought this was going to go the other way. But uh, Good Riddance with a resounding like eight-point lead on this one, 56% to 44%. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, I can't believe it. This is two in a row. Two podcasts <laughs> that we've recorded where I have come out on top. I also am very surprised by that. Yeah, I don't know why that happened. Wow. I don't know, do... I don't know. Do people still listen to Good Riddance outside of outside of prom and graduation? I mean, here's what we can both agree to. Yeah. When I put that song on at karaoke last night, <laughs> someone said, who's promising? <laughs> Who is going to prom? So, like, it is so closely tied to a very specific life event. 
Yeah. I just, I could not have guessed in 1998 the kind of footprint that song was going to leave. Because I thought it was weird when we did it then. I was like, really? A song called Good Riddance <laughs> is going to be the prom song? Like, well, it was uh, very blah, blah, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, deuces, motherfucker, bye. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe we were getting away with it. Does every grade think that? They're like, yeah, this song is actually called Good Riddance. Got him. <laughs> I, I did have one last note from someone who had a said that this was a really easy, straightforward choice between the two songs. You just simply choose the song that sprouts a man bun and triggers a craving for chai, chai lattes once you sing it. Which one's that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Uh, look, here's what I'll say. Again, I mean, this is sort of where we started, right? Which is yeah. that, like, uh, I think that. If it had been band versus band, I absolutely would have taken Green Day because, or like per, people versus people. Like, <laughs> again, there's, there are guys who are nice, like, I don't know, American Idiot, a, a strangely relevant album in 2018. Uh, and the music they're making now remains that way. And for however uh, it is that punk rock as a monolith feels about Green Day, like, they continue to make political records. They continue to say things that are relevant to the world. And what is Oasis doing? Yeah, after those first two albums, Oasis just was always behind trying to catch up. And versus Green Day, who've had their ups and downs, but they, you know, they've stayed in it. Yeah. Versus, versus Oasis, who just imploded after two albums. I told you my my theory is that every decade gets a band that continues to be largely successful. Uh, most people will agree that like. They keep making a decent record at least once a decade. Mm -hmm. So like uh, the 70s band that did, I guess, well, you know what? We can even go further than that. So the 60s band that did that was the Stones. Mm -hmm. Stones kept making music like well into like even, do they even still occasionally make music? Isn't I think that, they do. I, the last one I can remember certainly was in the 90s, but, but that's there may still, be more. But yeah. that's a really long time to go. Yeah. To do the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s is four decades worth of successful music. That's mm -hmm. wild. And then the 70s had Aerosmith. They continue to make music for a while. They've kind of petered off, but they did 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s, so they also basically got four decades. Mm -hmm. And the 80s is Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi is still somehow successful. Of, of all bands. Like, shocking. <laughs> I can't believe that Bon Jovi, like, I know that, like, I, I, I took a vote to Bon Jovi yeah. uh, last time we spoke right. about them, but, uh, but they keep doing fine. And the 90s band absolutely, unquestionably is Green Day. For me, I, I would have picked the Rod Chili Peppers for them. Of course, they started in the 80s, so I don't... I guess, but I just don't, yeah. like, if you're looking at, like, just really, like, consistently, like, getting airplay for every new album that they put out, like, mm -hmm. I can't think of a band that has been more successful in that regard and is, like, I don't know, like, I don't wake up every day and think, like, yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> I, I could just throw, up, throw on some of their new stuff right now. I've listened to the new Green Day album. It's fine. I wouldn't yeah. say it's like turning my my world upside down. I think they're always to some degree a, a, um, a high school and college band. I think yeah. they'll always be that primarily. But I was in high school when Dookie came out, or um, right before uh, I was I was in eighth grade when it came out. But like I don't know, man. Dookie's always going to be like in probably my top three albums that I can just throw on and listen to and know every word from beginning to end. So well, I, I still relate to it probably way too much considering i'm 20 years older now but what dookie or dookie uh, yeah yeah it's a good album 
You have uh, a lot of good songs on that one. Got your basket case. Yep. That's me. And then uh, and then there's that that one that's about um, the the woman that's got you tied up. She. I'm all busted up, broken bones and, and nasty. She, I can't cuts. remember the name of it. Was it Chump? Was it Moron? Uh, was it Idiot? I think I, <laughs> I think it was Chump. Um, yeah. And that one's you. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Those songs. <laughs> sorry, those songs are very relatable. And I don't. I don't know. Like, what's the story? Of Morning Glory. Like, it's fine. That's well. That's about being a rock star and being high on cocaine all the time. So <laughs> yeah. Then didn't Noel get asked like what songs of theirs that were successful got written when they weren't high? And he said none, zero. <laughs> Absolutely. No, they none. were one hundred percent high all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I think that uh, I think that Billy Joe Armstrong, Mike Dirt, and uh, and Trey Cool like they probably like I don't even know if they do anything anymore to be honest. Yeah, like I'm sure they probably smoked I'm not weed sure what at they some did point, at the time. but like you know, for all I know, they've been pretty much straight edge for a while. I never really thought, never really thought about it to be <laughs> honest. Like their music seems like guys that don't really do drugs to be honest. They, they just seem like guys that like to make pop songs mm. and are a little punky. Like, and that's it. The end. <laughs> Nailed it. I don't, I, it's, okay. I, I still think I should have won. The, I still think Wonderwall should have won. Okay, why? Make your, make your final argument. I, I don't know. Like, it's hard to argue for either of these songs because they're like, they're just facts at this point. They're like the color of the sky. It's very poetic. Now I can see why <laughs> you, you prefer the Wonderwall. Yes. I'm just saying that um, Good Riddance is good. <laughs> well, Wonderwall is a wonder. So... <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. That was Song versus Song. That was Danny Roth. I'm Todd Nathanson. Tune in next time when we, uh, we're going to tackle one of the big ones. Ice Ice Baby versus You Can't Touch This. It's easy. You can't touch this. No, I completely disagree. All right, <laughs> see you next week, you monster. <laughs>